this, there's a story that came out a couple days ago, and it was uh, Wojnarowski's new website, where it was, it was a two-pronged story about Durant, the Warriors planning for Durant, and then another article about how that how they could make it happen cap-wise. Um, I'll do respect to the to to that site and the reporting. I, I thought that was one of the most ludicrous stories I've ever read, because for this reason, the Warriors are forty-five and four. Yeah. Why the hell would they mess with anything? They're not thinking about next year. They're not thinking about Durant. I, I think it's absurd. I, I just don't believe it. I don't believe anyone on that team, in the locker room, in the front office, anyone who owns the team is thinking anything other than let's keep this together. This is a once in a generation team. They're not thinking, oh, you know what we should do is get rid of Harrison Barnes and renounce Sean Livingston and renounce Festus Azili and trade Andre Iguodala and get Kevin Durant in here. That is the most idiotic logic I've ever heard. This No Limits pod is going to be about the Oklahoma City Thunder and their recent loss of Kevin Durant to the Golden State Warriors. I'm Ankit Singh. I'm here with uh, the consistent contributor to the Binge Watchers Mafia, Frank Malafronte. How are you? That's right. How's it? Uh, how'd you take it? Initial reaction. Shock and awe, man. Really? Shock and awe. Uh, and then I started thinking about it more and was like, uh, why not? Right. I mean, after yeah. after LeBron did his thing, right? You kind of we we do put a lot of pressure on athletes to win championships, and whether we choose to do it or not, like we they clearly feel it. You felt it with LeBron in 2010, and you clear like it's even more clear now with Kevin Durant. And the other thing is this this decision to me is different from LeBron's because he took LeBron took less money to go to Miami. Kevin Durant made what he would be making anywhere. He made max dollars for the next year or two, right? And he went yeah. to the best team. The best team offered him the same amount of money as any other team could. Why wouldn't he go to Golden State? The only reason he wouldn't go to Golden State would be pride, right? Pride, loyalty. Uh, he thinks that Oklahoma City is a better team with him on it, that they should have won last year, which you could make a case for. Uh Frankly, the reason I was shocked was that I trusted the reporting. And in the days before the decision, people were saying he's a 90% chance to go back to Oklahoma. So they got it wrong, clearly. But now that we look at it, we can clearly say, at least I think it's pretty clear, that Golden State is a better location. It's a better franchise. Uh and with him on it, it's clearly a better roster. It's like he's the difference between whether Oklahoma City's better or Golden State's better, clearly. And I think now that, we're, now that we look back on it, I think going to Boston was another good possibility for him if he wanted to go out of the East instead and be like the, the second maybe best team in the East. He didn't want he to play He wants to win a championship. Like that's what LeBron's always done. Yeah, but he didn't, to the he didn't want conference. to play LeBron every year. I don't, I don't think that's what he wants. Like, he didn't want to play LeBron and lose in the conference finals. Because that's what that would have happened if he played against Boston. If you look up Kevin Durant's, like, win-loss against LeBron James, since they both were, like, let's say since LeBron went to Miami, 
It's so bad. I think he's like two and fifteen or something. It's wow. it's tragic how bad he plays against LeBron James. And he knows like even if they make the finals, they're gonna have to play uh, the Cavs. And a lot of the media were saying like, oh, the Thunder were one game away from winning a championship. No, they weren't. They were one game away from going to the finals to play the Cavs. And the Cavs beat the Warriors who beat the Thunder. So to say that the Thunder would have beaten the Cavs hands down is, I, I think, preposterous. When the- yeah, you know, you're obviously a Cavs homer, but, you know, the Warriors were favored against the Cavs. They, everyone was saying the Thunder would have been favored against the Cavs. Uh, it, it's it, yeah, it's it's kind of one of those things that we'll never know now because that this these these rosters will never go up against each other. Yeah. Quick fun fact, just to be a little bit more of a Cavs or a LeBron homer. LeBron James has been to the finals seven times. Guess how many times he's been favored? Three. Once. Wow. He was favored. Really? I think the only time was 2012 against the Spurs. Every other time... How are they not favored against the Mavericks? Sorry, he was favored that year. Sorry. You're right. So two. And he's won three. So two out of seven times he's been to the finals? And he's been the underdog. Wow. That's crazy. And that was... I mean, and he's won three championships. Every year. Even last year he was an underdog, even before the injuries. So just, just another side fact. So he's been favored and lost, and he's been the underdog, and he's won. Yeah, but, but, but let, let's let's get back to Kevin Durant. And yeah, that that was just to like you know lay out those people who think the Thunder would have like swept the Cavs or something stupid like that, which is completely retarded, especially with the maturation of Kyrie Irving. So how does this shake up the West? As in, people are saying Oklahoma City is no longer a factor, and I completely disagree. What do you think? Uh, I'm more in that camp than in your camp. I think taking the best player off of your team makes your team worse. And Obviously. <laughs> that's, I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah. And I don't know, even with this with this trade where they, they got rid of uh, Ibaka and added all these players for the future, um, it, it doesn't seem like Oklahoma City is prepared to contend. Everyone's saying that they're going to trade Westbrook now. I think... In my opinion, this is kind of the the end of this era for the Thunder, and they're going to be a second-rate team for a long time now. They're going to have to rebuild a a team again. Well, if they lose Westbrook, which they're projected to do, right, all the reports have been saying that he's going to go to L.A. after this year. But, you know, I think you understand by now how accurate reports can be this far out, right? Yeah, sometimes they're incredibly accurate. Like the report that said that the Warriors were going after Kevin Durant, even though well, that yeah, was maybe that, kind that, of more that's, obvious. That's like a that, no shit, whatever. Like right. that, that's like yeah. obviously they're going to go after him. But at the time, it was so strange. A little sidetracked, just talked about this article from February saying that the Warriors were going to go after Kevin Durant. They were on their way to winning seventy three games, so it would seem a bit distracting. At the time, I thought there's no way they're talking to Kevin Durant at this time. Yeah. Or talking about signing him. Because people were saying now that Draymond has been texting Kevin Durant for a year, at least, to try to get him, that, that the whole team has been courting him. It seems like that's not what they would have been focusing on when they were trying to be the greatest team in history. Well, I, I don't know how much NBA players text each other, especially if they're not on the same team. And especially if they're superstars. Like, 
how much did LeBron James text Kobe Bryant in 2009, right? Uh, probably, yeah. probably not a lot, but you know, there's probably a few text messages here and there, maybe to wish them a birthday or whatever, like depending on how close they are. But I, I think the media just spins that a different way, right? You could be wishing someone a, a happy birthday or a happy anniversary a year ago, and they could say, "Oh, they've been courting him for a year." It's kind of like reverse engineering a story. So I, I don't always believe in those. That's possible. Yeah, but I, what I will say is they definitely pressed him hard, you know, the last two weeks. And from everything from what Kevin Durant said, he's like, they just seem like the most genuine franchise and the most, like, you know, obviously the most ready to win. I guess that's what he's about. As far as OKC goes, I have, they have unleashed a beast, I think, in Russell Westbrook now. Because Russell Westbrook has no fear, nothing left to lose, right? Sure. So he can just go out and play however, whatever brand of basketball they want. I like that they got rid of Ibaka and they got Victor Oladipo. I think they're now the best defensive front court. I'm sorry. That's true. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. In probably basketball. And now, if Steven Adams takes another step up, and I know how much you love Steven Adams, right? Oh, of course. Right. So, like, if he takes another step step up they could be in the mix for like a four or five seed in the west right who else like the the two best teams in the west are clearly now okc and uh no sorry golden state and the spurs clear one and two there yeah and that and now but after that there's there is a significant drop-off you have the clippers okay like the blazers or whatever but like with westbrook who's a top five player in the league like they're going to be relevant if the, the, the role players play good defense. And I think the addition of Oladipo helps with that. And he's a scorer. He scored 18 points a game last year. So, they, they, You're right. They're a different type of team. They are, I guess, more of a traditional, maybe even like a 90s team than yeah. they are now. Yeah. Because they also lost their best three-point shooter. Right. And their best like swingman like, can guard most of the positions on the floor. Well, he's, uh, he's not because a great... they ha- they have two point guards that can't shoot threes or two guards that can't shoot threes. Right. And they have a you know a good center now, and they have a couple kind of role players, right? And I do like uh, this Sabonis guy. Um, I think he's going to be good in the future, but obviously he's a rookie. Right. Uh, yeah, I think you're right that they could be a four or five, but you know it, it seems like overall in the NBA we're always talking about the teams that can contend for a title and no one else. I don't think anyone's really going to care if Oklahoma is a fifth seed and they lose to the Spurs in round one or two. I yep. just think that they're almost irrelevant. Uh, the game against the, the the Golden State Warriors will be fun to watch, right. but I think that the Warriors will win both of those games. And you know all this fanfare is like, oh, uh, Golden State now has the last three MVPs or whatever. Well, it's kind of easy when two are the same right. guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and say right now, 2017, the MVP will be Russell Westbrook. That's an interesting call. I like when you put out crazy ideas, and it's not impossible. It's he's, not a no. He's a top five player. Like he's still amazing guy. And now he and, has no, just no shackles. Whatever shackles he had on him because of Kevin Durant have just been removed. For the longest time, people have been wishing that they got rid of Russell Westbrook so Kevin Durant could be Kevin Durant. Well, now I want to see the other side. 
Now Kevin We've Durant. We've seen that though when when Durant was hurt. We've seen Russell Westbrook go on those crazy four, tears yeah, when he's on Sports Center every night doing something ridiculous. Right, exactly. That's what I want to see, and I, I I think we can see that for a whole season because I've never seen Russell Westbrook get tired, and I've never seen him not go 100. <laughs> percent So if, I think he needs to get that nose guard back. Maybe or the face guard. You mean the face guard? Yeah. yeah, that that was special. That reminded me of like 2007. What Rip Hamilton? That's what yeah. he looked like. That was awesome. But you you had something you wanted to say about Oklahoma City. I want to I wanted to hear it. All right. So the more I think about it, and there was an article on the Ringer that got me thinking about this more and really crystallized what I have to say about the city of Oklahoma and the franchise of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oklahoma City is a second or third rate American city. I would say it probably doesn't even qualify as a major American city in any way. And they do not deserve to have a sports franchise there. There was a period in the last five years where there was an oil boom in Texas, North Dakota and Oklahoma, among a couple other places. There was a lot of fracking going on and the oil price was high and Oklahoma city took on a much greater importance there were a couple important corporations that were centered there one of which named the arena the chesapeake energy arena but with oil prices being low and chesapeake being basically bankrupt i wonder what the point of the oklahoma city thunder being there at all are and why this franchise was ever stolen from seattle i'm not from seattle i have no special claim to them them but i don't understand why a sports franchise should be in a place like Oklahoma City. Uh, I'm, and, and so without Kevin Durant, I don't believe that the Thunder will remain in Oklahoma City. Wow. In the next, dec- in the next decade, they will move. Like, I'm pretty sure this franchise is done, and I agree. I just don't think it makes sense that the Chesapeake Energy Arena should host a professional sports franchise. Well, I'm pretty sure the arena was built after they acquired the Thunder. Uh, I mean, yes, right. yes, it was. It was it was acquired to host the Thunder. Now, to argue against that point, they have some of the best fans in in the NBA, right? You talk. Oh about, yeah. You talk because about they have nothing else to do in that state, right? But the, you know, they sell out almost every game, so it's not bad for business, is it? Yeah, but what if they're bad? Right. I guess we haven't seen that because they've had Kevin Durant this whole time. Yeah. But they do and Russell Westbrook and James Harden until they got rid of him for no reason. Well, the James Harden trade was like a decade-altering trade, right? I mean, yeah. in hindsight, it's just like one of the stupidest decisions a GM has ever made to choose Serge Ibaka over James Harden, which is essentially what they did. And now what's becoming a scary reality for Oklahoma City is like, they drafted probably three of the best 25 players in a generation, and they're going to end up with zero championships and almost nothing to show for it unless they trade away Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I think there's a lot of layers to the Kevin Durant decision. And I've already talked about how I just think Oklahoma City is a non-factor, non-major American city. And, but I also think that the Oklahoma City Thunder franchise is a poorly run franchise that's been propped up by some draft luck. And, and just like you're saying, getting three of the best 25 players of their generation right. in the first five years of their organization. That's insane. Yeah. But, so uh, if, you, if you don't have all of those things, 
why is this an important franchise? Why are they better than the Orlando Magic? Which what? is like, why is there a franchise in Orlando? Makes no sense. But and and Orlando is a bigger, more important city than Oklahoma City. That's true. So that's where I am. Well, there's the, no city and there's no fr- sports franchise in North Dakota. Well, the, the Royals sucked for a very long time. Do you want to take that away from Kansas? Kansas City, city is an important American city. How, well, based off what? The population, economics, history. There's a lot going on in Kansas City. Is there's it, not much going on in the state of Oklahoma. Let's be right, clear. That, that so you're just anti Oklahoma, right? I'm very. Very anti-Oklahoma. What, what as a major American city and state. <laughs> so, what other states are you a- anti? Are you anti uh, Idaho, South, North and South Dakota, Montana, <laughs> Idaho? All right, let me just name a bunch of shit states. What about right? Nevada? Nevada doesn't really have a team. Nevada has Las Vegas. Right, but they don't have a team. You think they should, though, right? Yes, yes, they should have a team. If, if Oklahoma City should have a team, there should be a, a team in Las Vegas. What Much about more fucking important Colorado? Why does Denver get like four teams? Col- Denver is a very important city in a very important state. There's well, a lot more going on in Denver so, than there is in Oklahoma. Are you just anti all these random uh, below 10 electoral vote red states? Is I it- just think that in terms of economics, culture, population, there are, there are certain cities that deserve sports franchises and there are ones that don't. If there isn't an MLB franchise in your city – there shouldn't be anything else like because the MLB is already scraping the bottom of the barrel and they're thinking about expanding to Portland, Raleigh, Durham and Havana. <laughs> so if they haven't chosen Oklahoma City yet, why not? Well, Havana is actually pretty cool. Havana like- in terms of economics would be they, they couldn't host a franchise. No, Even that, if the whole country went to the games. Right. What about like Tampa? Why does Tampa get a major league team? I think Tampa is is the second most important city in Florida. Next to Miami? Yeah. What? Yeah, like they're more it's more important than Tallahassee or Orlando. Uh, of, there, there's the- a bunch of military bases there. It's where CENTCOM is located. It's where a, you know, there's a lot going on in Tampa. Yeah. And the St. Petersburg, Tampa area. What about Salt Lake uh, City? They don't what care about-, about their baseball team, but it's a decent American city. It's worth the time in Florida, which is not a city of not a state of great cities outside of Miami. The Utah Jazz thoughts. Pretty random place to have a sports franchise as well even though Salt Lake City nowadays is actually becoming a very influential city. It's where a lot of new startups are going. Uh, this is a long rant about great American cities. I, but I love but, every second of it because I'm trying to find another city that you hate as much as Oklahoma City and I haven't hit one yet. Okay, in terms Phoenix. of just clear, Phoenix is all right. Anybody, I have some friends that live in Phoenix. I don't understand why you build a city in a desert. Me neither. Completely. Okay, but well, Las Vegas is a city in a desert, so I know. But yeah, they had to build a giant dam there, right? And yeah, Las Vegas is just crazy because it's like yeah, they just built a city out of nothing, and there's some gambling there. But in the difference between Phoenix and Las Vegas is huge, right? I, but there's way more people that live in Phoenix than live in Oklahoma City. <laughs> like, they've clearly chosen with their feet that they'd rather live in a desert than live in the middle of Oklahoma. There's another city in Oklahoma called Tulsa yeah. that's more important than the capital, which is Oklahoma City. Right. But, okay, I, you know, there's Cleveland. no geographic reason that should, there should be a city anywhere in the state of Oklahoma. Cleveland. There's no rivers. There's no coastlines. 
There's nothing. Cleveland. We, should, we could have a whole pot. Cleveland, way more important than Oklahoma City. The, the, ESPN just did a documentary on how much of a shithole Cleveland has been since the 1950s. I don't think you understand that, that, that in terms of population, economics, and proximity to waterways, to other great American cities, Ohio is important. And Cleveland is in an important spot to have a city. But there's no reason for there to be a city in Oklahoma at all. It's a bunch of cattle ranchers. <laughs> and then they found some oil. All right. Great. All right. Go to Texas. That's, that's all I have to say. Okay. This was probably the best tangent we've probably ever had. All, all right. right. Well, now this podcast has become which cities are important. But there should be a – put a damn sports franchise. There is a basketball one in North Carolina, for Christ's sakes. All right. Let's get back to Kevin Durant. If, yeah. If we can. He moved to a much better American city. <laughs> in San Francisco yeah, in slash San Francisco Oakland. and Oakland. Yeah. And I think he's going to be much, much happier there than being literally the only seven foot three black guy in like a 500 mile radius. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. So Kevin Durant signs a two-year deal, max money, with a one-year option to opt out. Let's say he wins the ring this year. Yes. Does he opt out? Wow. Uh, I think... The opt-out is less important than where he signs. I think the opt-out is basically just he's giving himself the option of saying, maybe I can sign for $40 million. So you think but, it's a monetary decision, not an out to get out of Golden State? Wh- why would he leave if they win? Because I don't think he's completely happy about the decision. Okay, I, wh- why not? He seems very happy, very well, comfortable. Like he's, he's just he's, as happy as LeBron was when they went to Miami, right? And no one thought, like, LeBron would be happily going to Miami. But you have to put on that face for the public. I mean, you're, you're moving to a new house. You have to pretend to like the new house. even if Okay, you... well, where is Durant going to be happy then? I think he's happiest at Oklahoma City. I think he likes Oklahoma City. He, I don't agree. He loves the fans. Again, he... we, we can go back to my – we just had a 10-minute rant about like, while Oklahoma yeah, City but sucks. Like, Why would he want to live there? But that, that's not you. You know, I mean, you're not – you're looking at the economic reasons. He's lived there for the last 10 years of his life. So maybe yeah, it sucks he, for him. Yeah, maybe he has a connection to the place. And I mean, he's donated a ton of money. I think he donated a million dollars when the hurricane. So maybe he just likes the area and he wants to be there. I think he wants an out, out of Oklahoma City. I mean, out of Golden State. And that's why I think the deal. Let's, let's flip the switch a little bit. Let's say he loses. Let's say they're losing the finals against the Cleveland. God, that would be awesome. Let, let's <laughs> it would say, be. Let's say that happens. And LeBron's just won his fourth ring. What does Kevin Durant do after the first year? It gets really difficult for Kevin Durant from a public relations standpoint. Now, again, he doesn't seem to really care about that because – but also I don't agree with people that say, oh, well, he should have stayed in Oklahoma City to try to beat Golden State. But if he loses again – then is where's he gonna is he gonna go to another team? He's gonna call up LeBron and say, "Hey, can I play with you?" <laughs> I don't think he you know can what do I mean. That. I, now I, we can't get inside Kevin Durant's head, but all of the statements you're making about how he, you know, tried to ingratiate himself with the city of Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, it makes sense that he would do that, right? You know what I'm saying? It, there's no reason for him not to because he was gonna, clearly gonna spend so much time there. I would love to sit down with him and say, hey, man, what do you really think about that place? But <laughs> I think most of us can, can surmise that he would rather live in 
San Francisco, in the Bay Area, in Oakland, which is a tremendous American city all by itself, Oakland. Al Davis. Then play in Oklahoma. That's just, I just think that's logic. It's a better media market. Uh, it's in a better state. Okay, he's going to pay more taxes because he lives in California. Right. But maybe he'll live in, maybe he could live in Seattle where they have no state income tax in the state of Washington. Yeah. And he could go down there if he wants to. There's a million ways to look at it. But, yeah, I don't think he can then call up LeBron and say, I want to play with you, bro. <laughs> so I don't know what he does. It's it's hard for him to do. He can do whatever he wants because he's, you know, he's one of the five best players in the NBA. He could go to any sport. Uh, franchise after this season because everyone's going to have the cap room. Right. I don't think he's going to want to quote unquote go home to Washington the way that LeBron has because of the fact that you know the Wizards are just such a poor franchise overall. Yeah. Obviously, Curry's going to resign, right? Do we have any reason to doubt that? Yeah. So they're saying that if they lose again, he might not. It just seems like where do you if you lose and then you go to another franchise that's not the Golden State Warriors or a couple other teams, yeah. what's the point? What's the point of leaving? I mean, I would say maybe somebody wants to play for the Pelicans because they want to play with Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis, right. Uh, that's a possibility. But there aren't a lot of the, – the teams that aren't already good, right, right. that you would want to go to – and play for if you're one of the five best players in the league. But but what do you think? Here here's what I'll say. I don't think Kevin Durant will retire a Golden State Warrior. Okay. Yeah, well that that also involves the Wade sort of thing where at the end of your career you don't want you want more money than your team wants to offer you and someone else is willing to pay you more. So yeah. there's like an age factor. Yeah, I I, I accept that. And but, like, but I think that does give you a, more, a higher chance of that, that paying off. Okay, let me be more specific. When Kevin Durant does sign his big $250 million deal in four or five years, I mean in two or three years, he will not be signing that deal with Oklahoma, I mean with Golden State. Two or three years is a long time. So, But that's his contract, Where the league right? is going to be in two to three years, it could be in a totally different place than we are now. Step. We could say that Steph Curry's best days of playing are behind him. I think we could legitimately say that he maybe these injuries are worse than we thought. He just pulled the Derrick Rose, 2010 Derrick Rose. Maybe. It's, uh, it's not impossible to think that that's the case. So two to three years, you know, maybe he wants to play for the Knicks in two or three years. Maybe. Maybe yeah. he and Porzingis are the two greatest stretch fives in the history of, of the NBA, and they want to play together at the four and the five. Wow, you're they stroking want to build Porzingis the, too. The largest human period pyramid in history. I, I just talked uh, about Porzingis on the Knicks pod we did like uh, a few days ago, and you know Alex and Jake stroked him so hard, and you just stroked him even more. Yeah, so so let's say that in two or three years, he, Porzingis, and Anthony Davis form the new <laughs> What? And it's the greatest team ever. Two or three years is a long fucking time, man. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I just want to go I, – I think I was wrong about Anthony Davis. I don't think he has the intangibles to be like the guy. I think he's just on a bad team. And he's got the body. He's got all the skills. He's got everything LeBron had, right? He's got just as much talent. He's probably got a better jump shot than LeBron. 
And yet LeBron took his teams to the finals. Or There's like, no one like LeBron. There's no, but nobody yeah. has his training. Nobody has – I mean LeBron's bigger than Anthony Davis. I don't think so. It's, it's – He's 240 pounds. How, how, how many weight is Anthony Davis? I would say Anthony Davis is like four inches taller than LeBron. Yeah, but he's skinny. Uh, not anymore. He was skinny when he came out of college. I don't think he's that skinny anymore. Okay, Anthony Davis is, is bigger than LeBron. Thank you. I'm glad he's I'm right. six, He's six foot ten, 254 pounds. That's but, actually hey. pretty close. LeBron is 250. Okay, his arms are skinny. LeBron's arms are not skinny. <laughs> LeBron is a big man. Yeah. But Anthony Davis has a better jump shot. So I think Anthony Davis is really, really good. Yeah. And he's still 23 years old. You know what it is? I don't even consider Anthony Davis a top five player, whereas like two years ago, I would have bet anything he would be a top five player by now. Yeah. And he, and he well, ha- I think he's still got time. Yeah. Well, yeah, he came out when he was like 19, so of course he's got time. Let's say Kevin Durant loses this year and then loses next year. So the Cavaliers just pull off a three-peat. And now wow. his two-year contract is done, right? Yeah. What does he do now? Now he has to leave. I, I don't think he has to leave. That when you say has to leave, I think unless – if of these players are all stay where they are for two to five more years, meaning Thompson, Curry, and Green – Mm-hmm. then that's still the best team on paper. I think that these are smart players and the issues of they can't play well together and they don't know what their roles are is going to be harder, is going to be easier for them to overcome than for most teams. So I think there's going to be less of like a learning curve and there'll be less infighting. But again, like I think Boston is a great franchise. I think they have a lot of talent. Um, and there's with a couple other places, but I, I, don't, I think he's never going to want to play for the Sixers. Right. There's, I can just count. I can just cut out half the teams in the league. Well, obviously, that, that right. Kevin Durant is never going to willingly go to. But he could go to Miami. Miami. Uh, what's Miami's roster going to look like in two or three? Like well, they've got Chris Bosh, uh, young Justice Winslow, Hassan Whiteside. You know, that's not a bad group. Well, two years. Two years more of Chris Bosh, and he might just break apart into right, pieces. Right, but they'll, they'll have Justice Winslow, who I consider to be – I think he'll be good. And I think Hassan Whiteside's already shown he can be a good defender and, you know, decent finisher. So, okay, so maybe in two years Kevin Durant goes and plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. Maybe, yeah. I mean the Bucks are loaded. You know who else is loaded? The Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. Like just with they, – they've hit on a lot of draft picks. And they've, I, I think they're, they're going to be a scary team too. In the very, very near future. So um, those are the possibilities in two years. I think the Knicks should seriously consider signing him if they can. Like they should, like he should be their number one look at. In two um, years, obviously. But, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's obvious. Okay. But. So let's, let's flip the script. They win five straight championships. <laughs> the next, I'm saying from 2017 to 2022, all Golden State every day. Yeah. And LeBron is just crying everywhere. He, he's retiring a loser. Five, he's lost four straight finals or something like that. Yeah, the, the crying Jordan meme becomes the crying LeBron meme. Right. He's three and whatever, 11 <laughs> in the finals in his career or something. Yeah. I mean, three for 11 or like three. You have, you have just, you have succumbed to alcoholism. 
I, I'm just I, I'm 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 lost. I'm like in a hole somewhere. Like you can't even find me. Yeah, like I'm gonna go and find you in like Sri Lanka and be like, I'm in, hey, I'm in trillion okay. dollar debt because I keep betting against Golden State and I keep averaging down. It's unbelievable. Yeah, you're just praying for one of LeBron's sons to take over. Right. So they they win five straight championships. Are they? Is there a big asterisk, or isn't there? After all those championships, because the best free agent, the second best player in the league, went to a team that just won seventy three games. What 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 is the narrative historically speaking? You are a historian, Frank. I, want, I am a historian. I want to hear uh, the historical narrative. So I think it depends on what your opinion on super teams is, super groups. And really, this all is LeBron's fault, in a way. It is. For well, starting the super group era. No, super team started with Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen joining Paul Pierce. Let's, let's, let's just be clear. Okay, okay. All right, I'll give you that. And then LeBron said, okay, I'll just do that better. Yeah. Like he does everything. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that the the league is stronger. I think we've all we all agree that players should be able to decide where they want to play when you're that good. So I don't think it's cheating. I don't think it's cowardly to try to go and play for great teams. Also. To pay all those guys, it's basically just going to be the four of them and a bunch of role players in two years. Yeah, that's it. They're they're gonna have they're not gonna have they're gonna have NBA veteran minimums for like seven players. Yeah. So if they do win five in a row, I think that's still an amazing achievement. It is. I think that that they that means they stayed healthy. It means they stayed competitive, and they were able to overcome all kinds of problems. There's no way this is going to be just the most magical team of all time and they're going to go 82 and 0 and sweep for five straight years. I I mean I'm obviously I'm not I'm being facetious. But even if you make a super team, you still have to win. I think and that that's, if they win five in a row, they're the base, they're the best team ever. Right. That's the thing that people forget. I don't think there's ever been an easy championship in I think ever. Like, no championship is easy. You could say last year's Golden State Championship was the easiest. Yeah, you might might be able to make that case because that team just fell apart because of injury. Right. At the greatest time ever. You know what I mean? They didn't play uh, a good point guard the entire playoffs. So Steph Curry, the best point guard he played was Matthew Dellavedova. Yeah, and we were talking about how much... How many problems he was giving? Right, Steph Curry. exactly. So, like, you could you can make the case that last year's Golden State team was the luckiest in terms of just like the injury gods pointing in their favor. Oh yeah, yeah. They that that's definitely true. And that, I mean, you know, you'd have to talk to a real basketball historian, but the amount of injury luck that went their way and against their opponents, I've never seen anything like it. You can make the case that was the easiest championship ever won, but it's never easy, right? Even when uh, LeBron won his first championship, and they won, They beat Oklahoma City 4-1, right? They, LeBron had to win in Game 6 in Boston. They were down 3-2. and two. Like, there, there is a defining series of every championship that's really, really difficult where you have to win, like, a crazy road game or there's a crazy, like, game winner or there's a series that goes six or seven games that scares the living crap out of you. Every championship team has... One series in the playoffs that's very, very difficult or one injury that they have to overcome. 
and it's never easy. So to say that they're just going to win five straight sweeping or whatever and not give them credit for just overcoming whatever ab- adversity that will come their way, I, th- I think that's, that's going to be ludicrous. You can't just put an asterisk around them because, you know, they're going out there and competing and they're battling through adversity and there will be adversity. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Uh, we hope you keep listening to us. You can subscribe to our iTunes channel by searching for Binge Watchers Mafia. Or you can uh, subscribe to our blog at bingewatchersmafia.blogspot.com and follow us on Twitter at BWMafia. Make sure to leave a comment below if you like the pod or if you have any questions for us and uh, we'll be sure to answer them for you.